Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. We are back. It is the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. We are back from our vacations. We are tan, we are crispy, and we are ready to talk about the two... The 2022 fantasy football season. I'm your host, Tim Petrop. Here, of course, are my two brothers, the only two twins that, if I must say so myself, are the sexiest balding men I've ever seen in my life. Jason and Michael Petropoulos. What's up, fellas? Did he only say What's that up, because Tim? you have graduated from balding to just bald? Oh, without a doubt. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, there's two, there's levels, right? There's full head of hair guy who's like, you know, and then there's balding, and then there's bald. But there's two types of bald, right? There's George Costanza bald, and then there's I have a whole head in it, and I'm, like, purposeful with my shit bald, and I got a beard. You know what I mean? That's what I am. You're, you're trying to make yourself feel better. I'm purposeful with my shit. Yeah, okay. Yo, listen, I I saw a, a, a survey one time that said, do women prefer guys with hair or guys without hair? What do you guys think that they said? I'm going to assume not hair because you're telling us this story. No, I mean... Mike, what do you think? Hair, man. And if that's not the answer, it's a dumbass survey. The answer <laughs> the answer was neither. Okay, listen. The answer was the women preferred men who kept themselves clean, whether they had hair or not. So if you're a bald guy and you went full bald and you had the nice everything like all cleaned up, or if you had nice hair, but if you were sloppy, then they preferred the bald over the sloppy hair. So clean bald. So Jim Halpert is a lie. What? Jim Halpert. He had the the whole messy hair thing going. Not in the later seasons. And he got clean. Look at that. I mean, it's not every woman. It's a survey. <laughs> you know, to each his own. You know, I'm not, Jim Halpert, you know, maybe him and Pam, you know, maybe Pam, that was, that was her thing. This is stupid. Folks, we've been trying to record for an hour. We have. Jason's been... So if we're a little ridiculous... <laughs> I mean, Jason's just always a little ridiculous, I feel like. Jason's just like, oh, let's go. Every time we do an intro that's longer than two minutes, Jason's like, we need to move on to our very important topics of conversation. Yes. But we were going to all record in the same room for the first time in a while, but then um, a lot, whole lot of technical issues because, of course, why wouldn't that happen? But Mets are up six zip now, so let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, we would like to say thank you to our patrons. And today's going to be a little bit of a focus on our patrons. Uh, they have questions for us, and we are going to get to that. It is the People's Pod, but we're also going to be talking about today's big news. Today, Baker Mayfield was traded to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, so we're going to dive into that a little bit and give you some rapid reaction on Baker Mayfield to the Panthers. But none of this would be available without our patrons over at patreon.com. Over at, excuse me, patreon.com slash brotofantasy. At patreon.com slash brotofantasy, you will be able to get tons and tons of extras. This episode will be coming out early as well as every other episode early. And you'll be getting an extra episode during the season. And that you're going to be getting our cheat sheets. You're going to be getting our algorithms. You're going to be getting our uh, private consultations, DM access, uh, Discord access, which Discord access is the coolest thing. Shout out to the Discord who... Uh, is one of the coolest communities. I'm, I'm going to tell you what. I We knew that Baker Mayfield was traded via the Discord. And we had the fastest... I think outside of Sleeper, we had the fastest notification 
of any of the sports outlets that give notifications. And that's the power of the Patreon and what happens over at patreon.com slash Fantasy. And the most important thing, well, not the most important, but for us um, and the continuing process of the Brodo Empire, the most important thing is the Fantasy Football by Brodo app, our pride and joy, our love, the only app you need to dominate fantasy football. And with the upcoming season coming, every stat that you hear us talk about on this show, on any of the shows that we talk about coming up. And don't forget, we have the Heat Wave coming up very soon where we go over every single player, every single team, and every single situation going into the fantasy season so that, hey, you're drafting, you want to go back and listen to, oh, I, I got to see what's going on with the, I was going to say the Cincinnati Reds for some reason. I'm in baseball mode. I I want to go see what's going on with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, now I can go see what's going on. They got a lot of retirees. What's going on? You're going to have that. Um, also available on the app. Uh, and the app has every single stat that you are going to hear a site, right? So th- the whole point of this, this app is to be your own expert, to forget what these people are saying. There's so many people out there telling you that they know what they're talking about, that they have all the answers. They don't. The bottom line is the answers lie in the numbers. And it's hard to get access to those numbers. And in our six years of being podcast hosts and fantasy analysts, we have compiled a list of the things you need to succeed. And now they're all available for free and is the Fantasy Football by Brodo app. So go check that out. With that being said. Nailed it. You think so? Yeah, I think that, was, I think that was good. I've been going off the top of my head with the promos lately, but uh, not a, l- a little bit for the OGs who, like, you know, we, we like to peek behind. We like to break the third wall a lot on this show. Um, break thinking, the I'm third thinking wall. About, I'm thinking about spicing break it up. The third Break the third one. Think about spicing it up. Put a little, uh, put a little extra spicy spices. A little, put a little tahini. Put a little tahini on on the show for the upcoming year. This this show's gonna the, the show on the upcoming year is gonna be a little bit uh, more more spicy than past shows. I feel like, but not like the takes. We're not gonna force hot takes. Just like the the production oh, of the show itself. That's right. Because you are in love with Sam Darnold. I forgot that that's what you're trying to get at. No, that's not what I'm trying to get at. This is this is a hot take though. Um, I think Sam Darnold's better than Baker Mayfield. Let's start that off right off the bat. But a lot of people don't think that, and I got to say the the you know the consensus I'd say ninety five percent of the people agree that Baker Mayfield uh, is a better player. So I'm not gonna. I know I have the 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 uh, condescending view. So I'm gonna get you guys, you know, go in on this first. So you obviously think, Jason. Let's start with you. You obviously think that this is an upgrade for the Carolina Panthers. What type of upgrade we're talking? Because when we're talking about the Carolina Panthers, we have a lot of fantasy ifs on this team, right? You have Christian McCaffrey. When he's on the field, he's not an if, but his health is an if. You have DJ Moore, who looks like he has the ability to go to that next level, but has not got there yet, as his ADP, as suggested, would have been maybe people expecting that the last couple of years. You have Robbie Anderson, who went from good fantasy player to shitty fantasy player from good fantasy player to shitty fantasy player over and over and again. There's a lot of people on this team that could have fantasy impact. So what kind of impact does it have? I think it definitely overall helps the Panthers and it's because Baker Mayfield's a better quarterback than Sam Darnold, if we're being honest. And one big thing that I don't think people will talk about much is that Sam Darnold last year had a lot of rushing touchdowns. When he was good, it's because he was rushing and he was using his legs. And if 
Sam Darnold is not the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Well, guess what? Baker Mayfield's not running for six touchdowns. He's not running 40 yards down the field for a touchdown. So right there, that opens up rushing yards on the ground, rushing touchdowns on the ground. And then we've seen Baker Mayfield be productive with maybe not OBJ as much, but Jarvis Landry out of the slot, which DJ Moore will run a lot out of. And DJ Moore, he's a guy that has the potential. And everyone is just waiting for him to be like number one wide receiver overall option, right? Him and Terry McLaurin are very similar. It's just not going to happen with the quarterback options. And I don't think that Baker Mayfield's going to make him that person as well. But I think he definitely has a safer floor and a higher upside with Baker Mayfield. He's a better quarterback than Sam Darnold. This guy broke the rookie touchdown record. Yeah, I know he had a good weapons and a good team around him and all that stuff, but he just is a better quarterback than Sam Darnold. He's a better decision maker, and he's not going to put the Panthers in a spot where they're going to have the ball for three minutes after five possessions because he doesn't know what he's doing with the ball like Sam Darnold. So I think it helps out all around. Let me ask you guys a question. Guess what uh, Sam Darnold's net touchdowns minus interceptions were the second half of last season? What do you mean net? Touchdowns. So like, like if he had eight two. touchdowns, seven the passing, I mean, no rushing. So if he had eight passing touchdowns and eight interceptions, he'd have zero. It's probably net. fucking negative. Definitely, Michael's saying it. Yeah. It's negative six. There's <laughs> six touchdowns to twelve interceptions over the second half How last many season. Touchdowns did he rush for? Tim, shut up, Tim. He only rushed well in the beginning of the year. All his rushing touchdowns were the beginning of the year, man. Yeah, he had two big fantasy games, and everyone was like, Sam Darnold, Matt. This is awesome. Well, yeah, and you know, those, those two games, down. that's two games that happened to be the games that Christian McCaffrey played. But hey, let's not, let's ignore that. Go Let me start with fucking Matt Rule. Yo, men out there, find a lady, and ladies out there, find a man that looks at you the way Tim looks at Sam Darnold. Because, Tim, I can't, I just can't understand it, man. The guy's pure trash. I'd be absolutely shocked if Baker Mayfield wasn't the starting quarterback for the Panthers. Um, after this trade, it was only a f- conditional fifth-round pick. Could be a fourth-round pick. You know, they say there's going to be a, a QB battle, yada, yada, yada. Baker Mayfield is a better player. Um, I don't think that's questionable at this point. Uh, he had a tremendous rookie season. They, they changed up the offense on him the years following with Matt Rule and now Ben McAdoo is the uh, offense coordinator with the Panthers as well. I think that, like you just said, though, the condition is important, too, because it's not like a conditional second-round pick, right? It's fourth. Like, they're either giving up a fourth or a fifth no matter what. I don't yeah. think that difference is going to matter to them when deciding who should be the quarterback on the field. Yeah, so I think they're, uh, he's, he's on a team that's going to pass more. Um, it's going to be more pass-focused. Than the Browns were the brands are just the Browns, excuse me, are just perennially, you know, one of the lowest passing rate teams in the league with Stefanski and Chubb and Hunt and all of them. Let's see how Baker Mayfield does here, but I definitely think it's a, a boost. Like Jason said, not a huge boost. Maybe DJ Moore catches more than four touchdowns this year. Let's give him five or six. What do you guys say? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't I don't know. I think that DJ Moore is getting let off the hook a little bit with the quarterback play, quote unquote. I think that no, he's a small guy. He's like five nine. He's like he's he's fast. He's not like not everyone has to be good everywhere. And I think there's a case to be made that DJ Moore just not a red zone guy. He's just uh, a, a DJ small Moore speed is, guy. DJ fine. Moore is listed at like five eleven or six foot everywhere. I don't. Know. I, I. He's not a big guy. He's not him. a big guy. Okay, that maybe I'm I'm undercutting him a little bit, but you know I'm giving he could, have, he could have the two inches then. 
But you know how those right. things are. Sometimes they give you two inches. <laughs> it's true. Tim's been giving himself two inches his whole life. Ha, 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 ha. All right. Time to disintegrate everyone who thinks Baker Mayfield is a better quarterback than Sam Donald. All right. So if you're the Panthers, right, you're looking for a franchise quarterback, quote, unquote. So I understand why you take these two guys, right? These are the top three picks, two of the top three picks in the 2018 dra- draft, right? Not 17. And either way, two of the top correct. twenty, two of the top three picks. They're both in situations where they're disgruntled. So you're taking a shot on, and I'm Jason. Didn't you famously say that you would take Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold and have them have a quarterback competition? Here we are, five years later, having that. Or did you, <laughs> not on did the you, same did you, team? Did you say, did you, or did you say Josh Allen and Baker? Mayfield? I just said two quarterbacks. Whoever yeah. they think the two best quarterbacks. Are. I hope you said Josh Allen. That would have been a lot better. I'm going to say you said Josh Allen because that sounds good. That sounds much better. So Jason said Josh Allen. (laughs) By the end of the draft, they were basically saying it was between Mayfield and Allen, right? Like, Darnold started as the favorite, and then as we got closer to draft day, he wasn't. Darnold, no. Darnold was the favorite up until the very last second where Baker Mayfield was a complete surprise. All right. Well, I I think they should have took two quarterbacks, and it would have made sense at this point. Well, Denzel Ward ended up being good. So that was actually their only good pick. Um, but I, I don't give myself enough credit for saying that Josh Allen was the best player in that draft. Just putting that out there. Anyway, um, Baker Mayfield. So, look, everyone's like, oh, they traded for Baker Mayfield, and that means that, oh, Baker Mayfield's definitely going to be the starter. Let's start projecting as if Baker Mayfield's a starter. And that's going for everyone. That's going for go, going for Vegas. They're projecting. They're, the win totals have changed. They're going. For, that's going for – Hold on. Uh, Win totals have changed. Yeah. In what way, Tim? Because people think Baker Mayfield's a better quarterback. Oh, I'm here to tell you that Vegas the, thinks Baker's a better quarterback. I'm here to tell you that the Sharks. I'm here to tell you that sometimes sharks get harpooned in the asshole. That's what I'm trying to tell Yikes. you. Okay. And I'm here to shoot you it. You say weird things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm here to shoot it. Now I'm we gotta put. Now we gotta put TVMA on. Listen, the we already do. <laughs> uh, you guys drop f bombs. You don't even know. Yeah, we have an E for explicit, right? On yeah, we do. Yeah. So anyway. Um, Fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's he's definitely the guy, right? What does Matt Rule say? First thing he says. First thing he says, Sam Darnold had a great spring. He is, and this is an open quarterback competition. That's the first thing Matt Rule says. Secondly, the Baker Mayfield was literally being given away by the Browns. They were like, someone take this fucking guy off our hands. Baker Mayfield let, left a note to the city of Cleveland like five days ago. About how, oh, he he loves Cleveland. Before he was even traded. Completely taking out all the leverage. They traded him for a fifth round pick, conditional fourth. And they're only picking up half his contract. So if you're following the money, Sam Darnold is making double the money that Baker Mayfield is making this year. Tim, double. This is one of the, the, the worst arguments I've ever heard in my life. Now, here's a second <laughs> argument. The Browns here's a second have argument. absolutely zero leverage. And who gives a fuck what they're paying Sam Darnold Second he was the worst QB in the league last year? Second Jeez argument. Louise, Tim. Second argument. Second argument. I want you to go and look at Carson Wentz's stats this year. According to everyone, Carson Wentz's stats this year proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that Carson Wentz is not a quarterback that you want to build your franchise around. He's a quarterback that you want to get rid of and that he is not a franchise guy. Correct? Those are the exact same numbers, basically, that everyone's like, look at two years ago. 
Baker Mayfield, how good he was. That's proof that he can be a franchise quarterback. It is completely backwards. He had 26 touchdowns. Not what people are saying. Yes, he had 26. No saying he could be a franchise quarterback. We're saying he's better than Sam Darnold. Okay, and that's there fair. are about 45 quarterbacks better than Sam Darnold. Correct. <laughs> that's fair. But I still think <laughs> I still think that, look, Baker Mayfield, even two years ago when he led, quote-unquote, led the Browns to the playoffs, you have to consider this guy has been playing behind a top five O line for the last two years. This guy has been handing the ball to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, throwing the ball out of the backfield to Kareem Hunt. Then he's been throwing to OBJ, who he fucked up, Jarvis Landry, and not and Donvin Peoples Jones was pretty good, and Austin Hooper, not for nothing, who was a, a, a receiving machine and is one of my favorite sleeper tight ends this year because just getting away from Baker. Yuck. He had a squad. On the other hand, over the last two seasons, Sam Darnold has been turning around and handing the ball to Frank Gore and Chuba Hubbard, and he's been throwing the ball to Robbie Anderson twice, who, by the way, Robbie Anderson sucks. again sucks. The only weapon he has is DJ Moore, but he can't even get the ball to DJ Moore because he's in a bottom five o- behind the bottom five O-line. Oh, and by the way, Joe Brady, his offensive coordinator, got fired in week 10. And he got injured. Joe Brady's another buffoon. And he got injured. So it's like... Oh, everyone's like, oh, this he's a major upgrade over Sam Darnold. I don't I don't think that that's for the case. Three years, four years. I don't think that that's the case. Yeah, but he hasn't got an opportunity since. And if you're just looking at pure like this guy He's had an opportunity every year of his career. No, he hasn't. He he's has not always had, been the bro, starting quarterback on yes, his team. Yes, but I just explained to you what his circumstances were. He has I don't want to hear about four years worth of circumstances. Had an, he has never had an offensive line that's over the t- the bottom five. He's never Same. had an offensive weaponry that's been over the bottom five. See, when he had CMC last year for two games, he balled out. Good quarterbacks make their team better. Yeah, well, not when you have Adam Gase fucking getting in the head of the youngest quarterback to ever for four years. My my blood like boils whenever I hear Sam Darnold's name at this point when Tim is close by because I just I can't stand it anymore. Michael doesn't want to talk about this anymore, so we're going to move on. (laughs) Mr. Grumpy. Hold on. Baker Mayfield's one. No, one other thing we could talk about: the fact that the Browns got rid of Baker Mayfield for Jacoby fucking Brissett. Yeah, that's to stupid. start. That's really stupid. Come on. Well, Baker Mayfield just wasn't gonna play another snap in Cleveland, man. That's what I was saying about Tim when he was saying dumb. about the money. Cleveland had absolutely no leverage at all. They just had to get rid of Baker Mayfield. They were probably ecstatic when the Panthers finally offered them a fifth round pick that can be a fourth round pick. This is really bad general managing. I just I don't see why you'd be ecstatic for giving up your former first round pick for that for that number. Well, they and clearly still, and still paying the money though. That's the whole thing. Like they've been trying to trade him. I think it's the opposite way around. You're like you ha- they finally gave him. It's like oh, fine. I got we'll pay half his salary. I think I think once they traded for Deshaun Watson, they just figured you know the Baker Mayfield pick is a sunk cost. We're moving on from this guy. Like that experiment is over. Jacoby Brissett is basically a poor man's Baker Mayfield. I mean, for good reason, the experiment's over. I, I really think that Baker Mayfield is... He's one of those guys where I watch him and I don't see anything of specialness in him whatsoever. I think Jacoby we're getting Brissett off track. Basically... About Jacoby Brissett, guys. <laughs> Sorry, but I mean, like... You don't uh, talk about not special. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he sucks. Basically... I've seen nothing out of him. That's all he's... Jacoby Brissett. He's basically Sam Darnold. You know, he, he'll <laughs> run in a touchdown or two. Remember when the, the Colts would bring him in to just steal QB sneak touchdowns from Carson Wentz? Yeah. 
That was fucked up. <laughs> Yo, but what if Sam Darnold went back in that trade? I don't want to talk about Sam Darnold anymore, but what if Sam Darnold went back in that trade? That would have been probably an upgrade over Jacoby Brissett. If you guys, do you that guys think Jacoby Brissett's better than Sam Darnold? No. I think Jacoby Brissett's fucking awful. I'd rather take a yeah. chance on Sam Darnold's raw talent than Jacoby Brissett. Even if Joe, Jacoby Brissett's baseline is a D plus, and Sam Darnold is typically a D, I'm still taking a chance on Darnold because of the days where he'll be a B randomly. Man, Dar- Darnold is just so good. Like he's, you watch him, he's talented, bro. He's got a fucking cannon. Like, uh, he nah, can I'd rather have like Colt McCoy than Sam Darnold as my starting quarterback. That's stupid. Sam Ellinger. That's not. That's not. Will Greer. That's the way to go. Um, just throw out names. Jason, what, Jason's just naming people now. This does take away my my bold prediction that Baker Mayfield is going to start week one for the Browns. And I'm very yeah, disappointed Yeah, he might start that. week one somewhere. Just yeah, white, out, just white out your tweet nah, wherever you made the statement. <laughs> it was on the pod, so probably no one will remember. Just white it out. Ago. All right. Speaking of the pod, uh, this is the people's pod. The people's after pod. All. Actually, one of the questions that we got was about the Baker Mayfield trade. So kind of killing two birds with one stone. But... We've got some questions from the patrons. Um, They are, you know, as the patrons are, sometimes right down the middle, sometimes left, sometimes right. Sometimes up, sometimes down, sometimes uh, in space, sometimes on the ground. Also how Tim has described himself. It's just, you know, we have a a whole bunch of personalities in there and you don't know where the questions are coming from. So we're going to see which questions they want to get answered. So we're going to start with Mark Han, our guy. Mark says, what are your expectations for both Devontae Adams and Amari Cooper with their new QBs? Now, we just talked about the, the Brown situation, so that's a, that's a little bit of a tough one. So let's start with Devontae Adams because I feel like that's a little easier, and then we'll go into Amari Hold Cooper. Hold on. No, 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 no. You want to start, start the with other Mark way around? All right, let's start with Amari Cooper. Then. Michael would know best. I know it's best ball, but Michael's been drafting like a gazoo because he's doing his best ball guide, and he's a best ball genius. Michael, where's Amari Cooper being drafted right now? Tell the people. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper is basically going like the fourth, fifth round at this point. Fourth, fifth round for yeah, Jacoby uh, Brissett's number one receiver, oh, who actually, infamously shoot. Not to cut you off, he actually um, I his ADP has dropped a little bit. He's now going in Good. the fifth, sixth round. About time. Still not, too early. Not, not enough to cut Jason off in the middle of what seems <laughs> to be a really good rant coming. Listen, man, Amari Cooper, go back to the days of yore. In Dallas, <laughs> me and Michael used to hate Amari Cooper because that motherfucker was inconsistent as fuck. Oakland. In Oakland. Yeah. yeah, in Oakland. He was so inconsistent. We fucking called him, what was it, Amari garbage, like fucking garbage bags. Uh, by Pooper. the way, Oakland is where the Raiders used to play young kids. Amari Pooper. Pooper. And then Tim said Nooper when he got traded to Dallas, and he was better there because Dak's pretty good. But, yo, Jacoby Brissett couldn't hit the backside of the barn, as the announcers used to say back in 1991. And now he's supposed to hit Amari Cooper on a brand new team and a brand new offensive system and a run first offense. Get the fuck out of here. Amari Cooper is one of my biggest fades. Amari Cooper is going to be closer to wide receiver 40 than 20. I agree with that 100%. I think that what you're doing is you're playing the game of will Deshaun Watson play. And if Deshaun Watson does play, right, then maybe Amari Cooper, maybe after week six, ends up putting up some points for you. Deshaun Watson but hasn't played in two years. If he was a seventh or eighth round pick, that that is baked in. Because then he's your wide receiver four, and you don't have to start him. But he's your wide receiver two. If you're going running back in tight end or quarterback in the beginning rounds, maybe your wide receiver one, 
And you've got Jacoby Brissett, and Jason's right. You can't assume that Deshaun Watson is going to come in. It's going to be like 18 months the last time he stepped on the field. Right, and you can't you can't just assume he's going to come in, especially in the in the AFC North where he has to play the Ravens, he has to play the Steelers, which the Bengals. These are these are good corners. good corners, and for in in terms of at least Baltimore and Pittsburgh, very sophisticated, well crafted defenses. And we see how young young kids and and people who take big breaks fare against the Patriots. That's that's the kind of like legacies we're talking about. So, yeah, I'm I'm I would not touch Amari Cooper with a ten foot pole. He was gonna he's gonna be on none of my teams this year. And uh, it's not even. In fact, I might go again. I might rename him Amari Nooper again, but <laughs> but this time with a negative connotation. Like this is the new Amari Cooper who sucks. So now he's Amari Nooper. Amari Nooper. It's all about the the connotation. Amari Nooper. Honestly, though. I agree with the guy. It's not like Cooper has ever even been that good for Oakland or Dallas in his days. He's just the prototypical guy who he's has a high draft capital. People just want him to be better than he is. Like he yes, he has had dominant games in great matchups, but the guy just gets shut down every time he plays against an above average cornerback. He's he's just not that guy. And like you guys said with Jacoby Brissett, you're gonna be giving yourself headaches this guy sure maybe one week he'll go five catches 120 yards and a touchdown and then next week he's gonna go two catches 19 yards i'll bet right now that he has at least four games with three or less catches this season i yeah, i concur yeah i think i'm not willing to bet with that that which is a, a kind of a we, we telling could, we should start betting we could start our next season we bets. should definitely start betting after i destroyed Ooh. you guys last year we're I'm, we're gonna definitely start betting because we have a few episodes coming up but the heat wave is coming Woo, ladies and gentlemen. if you guys forget the heat wave is 32 teams in 32 days um heat wave and uh, blah, 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 going into we the should season, set so. a, a rule we have to set at least one bet Per heat wave. Ooh, that would be 32 bets right off the bat. That's going to be a long-ass bet recap episode at the end of the year. <laughs> all right. Um, what about Devontae Adams? Uh, we're all out on Devontae Adams. For me, I'm in on Devontae what? Adams. I think you, We're all out on Amari Cooper. I'm sorry. We're all out on Amari Cooper. <laughs> I was Excuse like, me. that's not what we're we established. In, yeah, we're all in on the. Maybe we're all in on the. I'm not sure. But here's the thing. The question with Devontae Adams comes down to one thing. Because we've seen superstar wide receivers move on to, to new teams and be ineffective in the past. So the question is, do you believe in the talent of Devontae Adams or do you believe that Devontae Adams is a product of Aaron Rodgers? And that's the question that faces you when you're going to draft Devontae Adams. So, Michael and Jason, where do you land on that side of the spectrum? I'm I'm all about Devontae Adams, man. He He's one of the best receivers in the league. The dude just absolutely balls out. He's going to play with Derek Carr, who it's not like he has to learn how to play with him. He was playing for Derek Carr in Fresno State, where he balled out, which got him drafted by the Packers. Um, he's not Aaron Rodgers, sure, but Derek Carr has put together huge games for, excuse me, huge years for his main weapons. I mean, two years ago when Darren Waller was, or three years ago, whenever it was, when Darren Waller had a huge season, um, he was like the only option on that team last year. A bunch of injuries happened. Hunter Renfro absolutely balled out and ended as a top 20 wide receiver. Like, Derek Carr, for for all his shortcomings, he's still an average to above average quarterback, and he could absolutely sling the ball. And I think he's just going to 
connect with Devontae Adams from the jump and like it, in the back end of the first round, like give me I think Stefan Diggs and Devontae Adams is a toss up. I don't think it's a given that Stefan Diggs outscores Devontae Adams. And I'd rather have Devontae Adams than uh than like Derrick Henry, for example. Wow. And Derrick Henry, you'd have to pick like pick six Devontae Adams. You could get like pick ten or eleven. Like straight up, I'd rather take Devontae Adams to start my team this year. I'm a little concerned about the targets. Aaron Rodgers, I'm not. Devontae Adams, see twelve targets a game. Like it wasn't even a question. Now we got Hunter Renfro, who became a target hog last year. Darren Waller, who's definitely earned his fair share of targets. And like Derek Carr's never been someone who just. Like I mean, at times he's keyed in on Darren Waller. At times he's keyed in on Hunter Renfro. I guess there was no one ever else there, like a true alpha, to see if he's the type of quarterback who will keen on an alpha time and time again. So we'll see that. I'm a little bit concerned about the targets and honestly about when it comes to true throw value, Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback, man. Top five every year. This guy has a super valuable throw. And a lot of it has to do with Devontae Adams. But Derek Carr, also decent in true throw value typically, but he's in the 10 to 15 range, not in the 1 through 5 range. So if you're seeing less targets, if they're less valuable, Devontae Adams could still have a very good season, but to pay off a first-round value, I'm a little weary. Um, oh, it's, it's tough, man, because I, I think that you have to also consider the friendship that those two have together. Friends. I think you have to consider the fact that they are... Cup and Stafford eating breakfast together. Yeah, man. I think those kind of things, like, it's... it's you know, the analytical people will be like, no, yeah, it's, it's all about Ariar. But, you know, these are human Ariar. beings. You know what I mean? They're, like, Dumbass human beings that. are playing this game. And when you have a friend out there, then that's something that's... And they know each other and they fuck with each other and they've played together before. I know it was a long time ago, but I don't know, man. I think I'm leaning on the Devontae train, but I would be very skeptical about starting my draft with a uh, wide receiver. That's for sure. You're like dead Justin set on Jeff. running back this year? I mean, unless I'm in the back end. Yeah, what? You're not starting with Justin Jefferson or Cooper Cup? Like Jamar three Chase. Or four? Yeah, Jamar Chase. Not You're pick, just going to skip not over those guys for fucking Derrick Henry? Not a pick three or four. You act like that's a crazy... Like, Derrick Henry, oh, I the, think the person who had more points than all the quarterbacks when he went down with an injury last year. Oh, that guy? What an asshole. I personally I mean, think that's bananas. Why? Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup. Have like pick overall overall pick one. Like you guys are bugging upside. You guys are bugging. You guys know how I feel about a uh, about it, anyways. Wide receivers. Michael Michael never drops a running back. Michael no running backs for Michael. Michael's not allowed to drop. I running don't backs. draft running backs. I I don't draft running backs. Here's a baseball question from Ryan. World Series bets. Do we have any in? Mets win. Mets. Got the Mets. Up. Honestly, that's my only World Series bet. After he sent that, I was like, let me go look at values. And right now, if you bet like a dollar on the Orioles, a, you could win like five Gs. If you bet a dollar on the Orioles, you'll be <laughs> donating a dollar. But the best values right now are the Giants, who are sputtering, and the Cardinals, who at the end of the day, it's probably going to be the Giants or Cardinals who actually make the playoffs. But both of those teams. Can dance once they get once Cardinals are interesting because they don't they don't really uh, their pitching staff worries me. They got good value though. The can, the Cardinals. I don't know. Yeah, they're gonna need the, like yo, Miles also Michaelis. the Twins have good odds and they're leading their division right now. Straight disrespect. 
Sonny Gray pitching like an ace. Hope he stays healthy. That was my, one of my favorite picks this year. But I'm honestly like I'm gonna sound like a homer, but I think the the Mets would be my choice in the NL, man. But the Grom Scherzer one two punch with that uh with that lineup is not gonna be easy to beat. And then you got on the other side, I think I'm just I think the Houston Astros are the are my team in the AL. I, I just again I'm gonna sound like a homer and a hater. I'm just I'm not I'm not sold on the Yankees, man. Let's see. I don't know if their pitching staff is going to hold up when they play the best teams in seven-game series. So I think it's the Astros. The Astros and the Mets are the two teams I'd bet on today if I had to. I really hope the Astros don't win a World Series. That would be ass. All right. Ryan, ass, what, ass, Ryan's ass, football ass, question. Ass, All right. Ass, he ass. says, <laughs> I have Allen, Herbert, Lance, and Lawrence in a one QB league stacked. How, well, he, how he pulled that Allen, off? Allen, Herbert, Lance, and Lawrence. In a one quarterback league? In one quarterback league. Should I play it safe and... Should I play it safe, a ship, end ship, I'm, say, I'm thinking he's saying, Lance or Lawrence for like a second, go big and trade Herbert or Allen for a bigger hole, or wait and see if Lance and Lawrence break out and get more in a trade for them? This is, this is an interesting thing you have here because you clearly have these trade pieces right you have this ammo it's kind of like what the jets were looking at this year with their first round second round picks like but now you got to actually shoot the gun you got to make sure you hit the target so let's start with michael we haven't started with michael yet michael what do you think what are you doing here if you're in ryan's position if you're trading allen or herbert they're at like peak value right now so i'd look to trade one of them now but Lance and Lawrence, there's a zero percent chance I'd be trading them now. Yeah. Are they, I don't think their values are going to go down, and if they start playing well to open the season, their values are going to skyrocket, especially in a dynasty format. If Trey Lance starts Week One and has like two rushing touchdowns, that's yeah, rushes like, for like sixty yards or something like that. People are going to be people, all over him. Trade him. Yeah, people are going to go bananas. Gonna drop your fab on him if you didn't already have him. Go trade for him if you didn't already have him. Everyone's going to go crazy in the next week. He'll throw, like, three passes, have, like, 40 rushing yards, and everyone's going to be like, oh, Trey Lance is not made for the NFL. <laughs> I don't know. Because it's that. a reactionary league. I don't know about that week two, three passes, but uh, if you Mac say 13 passes, I got you. Listen, the NFL is a reactionary league, oh, yeah. and Trey Lance and Trevor Lawrence both have upside ahead of them, more so than they've shown in the past. So I agree with Michael. Unless you got a nice trade off on the table, I'd wait to flip them, but I'd definitely be open to flipping them. I would be open to flipping. I'd be open to flipping either. I'd probably be open to flipping Herbert. Hold on to Josh Allen, who is probably the top dynasty quarterback um, at this point. And then um, you'll have Lance and Lawrence in case of injury or on bye weeks and stuff of that sort. I think that right now, if you're looking at each one, unless you're getting – you could even think about trading Allen, right? Because if you trade Allen, you're probably getting a massive return for Allen. And you can start Herbert, and that puts you in a great position. But if you want to trade Herbert or Allen, then you have a starter waiting in the wings. Trey Lance and Trevor Lawrence are a little bit harder for me because I do think there's some value in the name recognition right now for Trevor Lawrence, but how much value is there? Nah. Yeah, you, like, how much do you think you're getting for Trevor? Not in a in a 1QB league, you need these players to either have hype or to be balling out. Lawrence and... Lance are probably not pulling much in a one QB league at the moment. 
Lance so, more so because of the rushing potential. But like, I don't know anyone who in a one QB league is like, I must get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. So unless you are, unless you are, unless you are trading the big guys, then you're holding on to both of the smaller guys because you know their their value just doesn't match their potential right now. And we will move on to the next one. Um, ladies and gents, if you realize at this point, you'll realize shortly that Tim will no longer be finishing this episode because he has a one-year-old child who needs tending to at specific times of the day. So we told Tim, don't worry, brother, we got you. And guess what? We're going to finish this off because we still got the people's pod to finish off. And the next question after the pretty fun Lance Lawrence Herbert Allen, I want to say the rest of that team question. <laughs> Who is a day three pick or UDFA that you think can be fantasy relevant this year? So that's a fun question. That is a fun question. Um, in July, it's a little early to say that. We haven't seen much preseason stuff. We haven't seen like depth charts. We haven't. It's, it's hard to predict in July. But there are always ways around that. There are ways to... Um, just pick a guy you like, right? And the setting is right. I think that's important for late round picks the first year. I think the setting needs to be right because if you're on a buried depth chart and you're a seventh round pick, it's going to take a lot for you to see the field. So, Michael, who's your pick? There's some interesting options here. Um, the two that come to mind right away is one, Isaiah Spiller. Um, I think the... The Chargers, they want someone that is able to effectively spell Austin Eckler. I mean, we saw Joshua Kelly last year score, what was it, two touchdowns in his first game and get like, or not score, either scored two touchdowns or got like 20 carries or something crazy like that. And people thought Joshua Kelly was going to be an effective fantasy option. And then that just did not happen because he was not an effective running back. And then they went ahead and drafted Isaiah Spiller this year. I think they want to give him a role. Austin Eckler has also dealt with injuries in the past. Um, so that's someone I think is can certainly have some rookie season appeal, even as a day three draftee. And then I'm going to go um, Haskins um, backing up Derrick Henry. I feel like Hassan Haskins, Derrick Henry's getting older, man. And he just, this first time he's starting to deal with injuries. And I'm scared that it's going to become a trend. Um, He has a crazy amount of tread on his tires. And he's really just been an absolute monster his entire entire career. And I don't know how long he's going to be able to hold that up. I'm a little scared about Derrick Henry this season. And uh, Hassan Haskins, tough type of runner, physical runner. Definitely not Derrick Henry, but similar mold. I think Hassan Haskins could be an interesting... uh, Interesting player as well this season. Yeah, I uh, I like that because they, I mean, what Darrington Evans isn't the best backup on earth either. Um, I'm gonna go with if I had to choose, if I had to choose, it's a tie. Shout out Hamilton. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Zamir White of the Oakland Raiders, and that's more so because Josh Jacobs has proven to be pretty average. Uh, Kenny Drake. Did not have a super large role last year, even after being paid money, and has been pretty average also throughout his career. And that leaves Amir White, who the Raiders drafted this year um, in on in day three. 
And they just added Devontae Adams to the team. They have Hunter Renfro. They have uh, Darren Waller. Like, this is a pretty good offense. And if one of the running backs that I just said get injured, then Jameer White could step into action, like, immediately. Uh, And if he's good, then you never know. Maybe he'll fucking just jump in right away and get that playing time. Because this isn't... These aren't the people who paid Kenyon Drake. These aren't the people who drafted Josh Jacobs. There are no ties. So talent can win out. And Zamir White has dealt with two ACL injuries in his career, but he's shown talent throughout his career as well. Uh, He's shown that he's a very strong runner. He may not be the most elusive guy, but he's he's able to break tackles and he's able to run pretty fast. And he's able to fucking juke people every now and then. Like, he's a pretty good running back if you watched him. His uh, NFL comp, according to Lance Erline, was Marion Barber III. Shout out Marion Barber. RIP Marion Barber. Um, but I think it's pretty accurate. He's a strong runner who's just able to make your team better. Like, you want a bruising running back at times, and I think that's what he is. And Josh Jacobs hasn't looked the part of a bruising running back. Kenyon Drake isn't a bruising running back. So I think there there could be room for Zamir White to make some noise. Yeah, Tyler Algier also gets a shout-out in Atlanta because he's a lot of people's popular pick. I just don't see it. I'm shouting him out because I'm going against the grain. I understand that Atlanta, you know, they only have Cordero Patterson, who isn't like a real running back standing ahead of him. But we do we want like an early down bruiser type of guy on the Atlanta Falcons? Like, do we think he's going to have an impact as a rookie as a fifth round pick? Like, uh, that's not something I'm really willing to bet on. Yeah, I'd rather take a shot on like a. On the other guys I mentioned, Spiller and Spiller and Haskins, who I think have more potential um, overall in their offenses. Shout out to Jay Walsh in the Discord who said his choice was Algier. Ooh, vibing saucy. with Michael here. Who would have guessed? Well, not vibing with me because I was just saying I don't like Algier. The next question is: When's the heat wave going to start? Ha <laughs> ha. Ayo, Ah-ha. already answered. Ha <laughs> ha. We're aiming for a mid-July. Pass the freaking Agabagoo. And then from that point on, I said pass the, not where's the. Hear our voices every day for a month. I love it. Hopefully we'll be able to talk by the end of it. Um, The next two questions also have to do with Carolina and Cleveland. I think we covered that in depth pretty much. Got a lot of questions about that, which makes sense. We did. Yesterday. We, what we didn't mention though about Carolina and Cleveland, I can't believe you didn't answer this. They play against each other week one. Oh, dude, right? That means that the Browns are paying Baker Mayfield $500,000 to beat them week one. Crazy. That's pretty He's just crazy, man. Exciting. And the last question, are there any fantasy viable free agents left? I think there are, Michael. So let's talk about him. Because if you think about the fantasy for agents left, you're thinking wide receivers. Because we still have Julio Jones out there. He's getting older, but he was a stud not too long ago. We have OBJ. Very long there. ago. He's getting older, but OBJ was a stud not too long ago. 
injured. T.Y. Hilton. He's getting older. But T.Y. Hilton was a stud not too long ago. He's old now. We have Cole Beasley. He's getting older. I'll end it there. Nope. Uh, I mean, those are really the big names left, right? Anyone else that we should Will add? Will Fuller, man. Will Fuller is the best of the bunch. Oh, don't forget about the one, the only, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Get out of here with Antonio Brown. You're naming people who are pissing me off, brother. <laughs> it's Will, Will Fuller and the rest of the pack is the way I look at it. I'm still waiting on. Yo, put some respect on turn, Julio OBJ and Antonio Brown, man. Antonio Brown's not playing and this Cole year. Beasley. Julio's mad old. Cole Beasley's not doing anything. And OBJ tore his ACL and it's going to be hurt for a while. So no disrespect. I'm just, it's just facts. So you're saying Will Fuller's the only one, only free agent left who you think will be fantasy relevant? Yes. Interesting. So then what team OBJ's not going to be, if OBJ's going to be fantasy relevant, it's going to be when he's like in week. 12. So, to what 16. team would you like to see Will Fuller end up on? Packers. Packers Brown. Uh, I, I don't know, I man. Drafted, I drafted Will Fuller. I, dra- I ended up drafting Aaron Rodgers in one of my best ball drafts, and I kept getting sniped on Packers stacks. I just drafted Will Fuller. Interesting. I was like, fuck it. I'll just take the gamble and hope that Will Fuller signs with the Packers and I'll you have a stack You wouldn't be intrigued if Julio Jones ended up on the Packers? Julio Jones on the Packers would be intriguing for not me, for others maybe. So you're really out on Julio Jones altogether. I'm just, I think his... It might be a little telling he's on a team yet. It's July 7th. His best days are behind him, I think, man, unfortunately. Uh, Running backs, Devontae Booker? Yeah, not so much. No. Devontae Booker had some good games as a backup, but... It's Devontae Booker. Tight ends, Blake Jarwin? No, not by Blake Jarwin ever been good? Blake Jarwin always had the hype, and then Dalton Schultz came in and was like, move over, son. Get out of here. There's a mock tight end field. All right, so Will Fuller is the answer to that question. Uh, I think there's no doubt that if he's healthy, he'll help a team. I mean, we've seen Deshaun Jackson help teams to some extent for a while now, and he hasn't even been that good for a while. That's the end of the People's Pod. Way oh, I don't know what that was. <laughs> That's my People's what? Pod closing song. I don't even know what you just said. Way we're over. Uh, thank you for listening, ladies and gents. As we said earlier, the heat wave, if you don't know what that is, 32 teams in 32 days. We're going to um, preview every single team, all their fantasy relevant players, drop a podcast once a day or sometimes two in every day if we're feeling a little frisky. Uh which would then ruin the 32 days and 32, 32 teams in 32 days uh, statement. But you know what I'm saying, right? 32 teams, 32-ish days, maybe less if you're lucky. Um, and that's coming up. We'll also be dropping our weekly pods and our patron pods. You can support us at patreon.com slash Fantasy, and we used that to support our app. If you do not have it yet, please download it. And if you do have it and if you enjoy it and or don't enjoy it, um, if you don't, please let us know what we could do better. We're always looking to improve. And if you do, please leave us a review on the Apple Store. Um, that goes a long way. Or the Android Store. Although, I mean, most days people use iPhones these days in the app world. 
At least that's what our downloads tell us. Yes. Um, so any type of support is appreciated. Thank you all. Uh, Fantasy Football by Brodo app. Check us out there. Dropping articles every day. We drop the podcasts. All that good stuff. New stats every day. It's great. It's great. Until next time. Later. Thanks for listening, y'all. Later.